Hello, happy Friday the 13th for some of you. I know it's um, past that, but right. for right now in, in our time zone, it's this is, this is where it is. <laughs> and we're having a good Friday the 13th. Well, I don't know if it's good, but just had basically a war zone down the street. Right. I mean, loads of cops, yeah. three helicopters, yeah. just right. I mean, what is it, about a mile down the street? Yeah. That. Something like that. So, yeah, it's been exciting. Mm-hmm. It's quieted down. I thought you guys were going to be hearing sirens, but yeah, it was uh, kind of trippy. We'll have to find out what happened. We know that a police officer got shot. 
and, and so the suspect got shot. So obviously there was a shootout. And they locked down the whole neighborhood over one house. Mm-hmm. So that's what's going on right now. And now they got the whole hospital basically locked down too. Yeah. Kind of strange. Yeah. It's weird, yeah. Big story. They have the hospital all locked out. Why are they? Yeah, they got it all yellow taped off and everything. And it's it's very... Yeah, the ambulance yellow taped off. It's mm-hmm. kind of weird. Very strange. It's very strange. I suppose maybe they're just trying to be thorough or whatever. But like, I don't know. It just seems a little out of... We'll have to let it... Norm. Yeah. To find out with time. Right. Is it still an ongoing investigation? And they are and, still investigating the house. Yeah. That's clean it all out and get what they need so out get, there. They're not going to say anything yet. Yeah. But yeah, pretty wild night. There's a lot of wild times that happen around here. Mm-hmm. Or anywhere in life. Friday the 13th always seems to um, come through. No matter what. <laughs> I like the holiday, though. It's not a holiday, but I like the I like the date. We we just had a show on Lucky Number Thirteen, and I mean I don't know how much how much we talked about Lucky Number Thirteen, but right. <laughs> we kind of went off like we always do. Right. But hey, we've got the podcast out on um, I think eight, seven or eight different podcast platforms now. So if you guys you know wherever you listen to podcasts, if you listen to them on Spotify, please or or whatever pod, uh, there's a Pocket Podcast. Um, where else are we Google Podcasts. Uh, trying to think of some of the other ones, cast box. So any of those, go in there, leave us a rating if you can. It yeah. helps us. Mm-hmm. Um, it yeah, helps us grow, helps us grow more of an audience, and that's what we're doing. So I hope everybody out there, if you're, if you're all sharing, or if you could share, yeah. and because we do it live on Facebook and uh, well, we're on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube right now. So yeah. Twitter, just because I don't usually use Twitter, so let's see what happens. All right. <laughs> we might catch someone's ear. You never know. But yeah, we've got some. And then I can't remember a couple of the other ones. That's why I'm not mentioning them. But All right. anyway, just to let you know, um, you go ahead and let them know. You want to let them know about the value for value I will let concept value or the value for value. For value, value uh, explain it a little better. Okay, so value for value means if you value the show, you um, and you have the monetary means which you don't need to have the monetary means you can share. Um, you can get clips from the show and share them online. Make sure you tag us in that, in, in them when you do that. Um, creating artwork, creating digital artwork for the show, you know, helping create the brand and get the brand out there. Um, is, is going to be, the growth is going to come from you. You know, we don't do ad reads. We're not going to do ad reads. Um, this is total people power. So, our podcast will go as far as y'all. Right. See the worth in go. it, right? Yeah. And so, I mean, that, that's. That and, you know, becoming those producers, or, those yeah. producers that do mm-hmm. send that monetary value in, we appreciate it. And it does help. Yes. Yes. It does help things grow. It does help things um, help us develop the show. So if you like it, if you dig with you, and I know right now we've got, we've got a few pro- producers right now. Mm-hmm. Wanda Ladd was the last producer. Um, Kathy Graves. Christy yeah. Lewandowski. We've got a lot. Um, Teresa Dalton. Yeah, Anthony. Yes, Anthony. Lewis. Why can't I remember his last name? <laughs> Anthony Lewis. Yes. My name and is he'll probably Lewis. be on tonight, but we'll, we'll probably let, we'll open the lines or open the studio in a little bit. There's Teresa. Hello, Teresa. Make sure you hit that like button if you're on uh, YouTube. And if you're on Facebook, just hit that like, bu- like button, leave comments. 
it just helps the show. We're, we're, what we're trying to do is grow the show to get, you know, thousands of people listening. So as we get, as we learn and we practice, right. we grow right. and we will, yep. and we are. Um, as a matter of fact, right now we have 12 people on and we usually only have eight. So wow, we've wow. grown four new viewers. Woo. So thank you all. I think that's because of all you out there sharing. Right. So yes, let's get that wrapped up. Thank you everybody for your help. Yes. We appreciate it. We need it. It's needed for the podcast right. to, to succeed. Right. So um, we appreciate it. But looks like six o'clock is a good time on Friday. Six, well, it's 626, but we started about 615, close to it. So Friday the 13th is a crazy, uh, crazy day. Just like that kind of weird feeling. It's, it's a that, superstitious day. Yeah, it is a superstitious yeah. day, but it's been charged by just by people being talking, talking about <laughs> it. It creates that superstition. Right. It creates right. that, that weird vibe. Mm-hmm. Don't take it either way. It's it, you know, it's re- basically I feel like a day where you see that all things are possible, <laughs> good and bad. Right. So, yeah, we thought we'd jump on here. Let's say hi to the people uh, in the chat here. Donna Brown, hello, Donna. Welcome, Donna. Wanda Lad, hello, Wanda. Teresa, yeah, I said hi. Mandy Baldwin. Mandy Baldwin, you're still in the house. Still in the comments? <laughs> are still watching? So what do we talk about? Friday the 13th? I don't know. That's a good, good subject. Well, Friday the 13th, think about like what does that bring you back to whenever you hear that that uh, date? Yeah, Street. no, Friday the 13th, the actual movie or movies. They were so cheesy, but they scared the hell out of me when I was oh, a kid. All of them did. All of them stupid cheesy like yeah, I was never big. Like you look back on them now, and they're really poorly done. Right. But that was what the technology they had then. So it's Friday the Thirteenth, Jason. That no, that's Jason. Yeah, with the hockey mask on, the goalie mask. Does he do it on the thirteenth? That yeah, it's Friday. That's what that? the name of the of them are. Yeah, that's where Jason came from. I was just clarifying. I mean, I don't. I'm not a big horror. I get Guru, it. and so I got you know that whole area of people there's people that are just like there's a whole group of people that just live in that macabre mm-hmm. and that's there's nothing wrong with that right. i mean you know you don't want to become a serial killer or anything but you know, <laughs> i mean don't let yourself get too deeply into it All to right. where you start living it out but no i think it's a part that's necessary mm-hmm. i mean i don't watch horror movies a lot I think just for I the was, fact that my mind is very impressionable yeah. well, see, and, and I will definitely dream it or yes, bring see, that up in my, my whole big thing. See, when I was a kid, I snuck into my parents' room, you know, I looked up TV and they were watching uh, River of the Nile or some shit, you know, where the crocodile bites the guy's hand off. Or, oh, I don't know. Um, anyway, oh, the guy bites the guy's hand off. It, no, the alligator. Is that like Wake Placid or something? No, he goes, he's, it's like. Whoops. They're on like a. It's almost like the Crocodile Dundee movies, only older a little bit, and it's older than that one. A little bit. Well, I don't know. Anybody know? Out anyway, there, out it was there in the eighties. Uh... I think it was like River of the Nile or some shit. Like River of the Nile. That sounds familiar. Um. But anyway, I looked up at that point right <laughs> when I saw this happen, and from that time on, I just, I just, I don't know. I didn't enjoy going to bed feeling scared. It just wasn't 
I don't, I don't like waking up feeling all. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not fun to be scared. So I mean, I it is fun yeah. sometimes, like going, knowing that you're going to be scared. Right. That's why I get it. When I was a kid, I used to love doing that. We, we watched all of it. Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, Elm Street. I never did watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre, thank God. Because right. I don't think I would. I still don't want to watch it. Because <laughs> I heard how gory, gory and scary it was. So I never did watch it. But I've seen some pretty scary, even without gore, like the yeah. psychological movies. Mm-hmm. that are Well, just those ones that you watch and you... I don't like when I'm watching something to be entertained, but I go, Oh my God, that could actually happen. You know what I mean? Like it, I just, I'm not, I don't know if I'm just not a good movie watcher <laughs> or, or something, but like, yeah, I, you know, you know, I don't know. There's some really good stories out there. Don't get me wrong. I, I listen to all kinds of things. I learn all kinds of things. There's a lot of scary shit out there. I'm not like afraid of it, but yet to watch it for entertainment. I just, I was turned off on that a long time ago. Like, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it, and some people just dig it i mean rob I, yes, zombie yes. that guy's just that's what he lives he One lives his life that way a big old fucking like way into movie, horror movies yeah horror film buff what was a good movie of oh, the friday the 13th is that what you're talking about donna yeah texas chainsaw massacre was based on a true story i think the hills that have eyes was too just I was talking about one. I, I don't know what it was, but I was up late at night and something came on cable and I can't, they were like, I think they were in Australia and they were in the outback and it was like a couple and they, they got stranded or they got broke down and this guy came to help them and living out there by himself, this older guy, he was probably in his fifties or sixties kind of an outback dude, you know, had the hat on and everything. And, uh, yeah, we were just talking about this the other day, but I wanted to finish it. So, yeah, he ended up, like, taking them, uh, putting them in his house, you know, chaining them up, and just torturing them. It was like before Saw was Saw, it was, this movie was probably an inspiration to that. Right. Because he kind of toyed with them the same way. Like, cut off a finger, cut off a, you know. Mm -hmm pretty creepy and that scared me because yeah. that scared me like whoa i never even thought you know it gave me a different vision of like how things can how just people happen. yeah mm-hmm. how people can be oh here the sirens again you hearing very, them yeah yeah the sirens are still going so we have like a total neighborhood or block lockdown yeah it's just mm-hmm. that yeah it's from what we've gathered yes. i was like let's so- go do it live let's go watch it mm-hmm. let's go get it on youtube <laughs> but you know i'm good no let's not do that so <laughs> Yeah, I'm not. I'm not afraid of it. It's. Not, I mean, I can't even remember like strange things that have happened on Friday the Thirteenth, but Most it always does seem to be kind of yeah. just like eerie day. It's not bad. No, it's, you know, it's like bad and good are both mixed yeah. up in there. Like you just you kind of like it's, it's kind a of day everything. of manifestation. I think really or a day of observance. I think yeah for me yeah. Well, you see manifestations play out. Is what I'm saying. You see how things kind of get a little muddy if you're not careful what you wish for yep so movies got that out of the way let's get back to friday the 13th (laughs) that's what gets you going there and if anyone knows of the movie river of the nile or if you can think back river of the nile let's look it up hold on i'm gonna look it up right now keep monologuing crocodile biting off a guy's hand when he's reaching in for a jewel 
I would love that. And I know it's it's like a very specific scene to a very old movie. It was called I'm River of Denial, right? I, I think something like that, yes. Right. Or might have had Indiana River Jones River of Denial maybe or something. I don't know. Like Death of the Nile? No. Was it an old it's older than it's it's it was in the eighties because I was I was young. I was very young. I was sneaking into my parents' room trying to, you know, climb in their bed. So little. My dad died in 85, so it was before that. So this is, I found, let's see, closest that I found to it was Death on the Nile. Belgian sleuth Hercules, or Her, Hercule Perrault, Egyptian, Perrault's Egyptian vacation that brought a glamorous How river steamer turns into a terrifying search for a murderer when the picture, well, what, okay, so you saw somebody's hand get it off right mm-hmm. what else do you remember about the movie what was the plot you remember the plot i it was an adventure show uh-huh. and i'm almost thinking like indiana jones or some shit really yeah i don't remember anybody losing their hands though on that one huh strange what we'll figure it out. I'll, I'll figure it out one day but like i said and I, I know it's a very specific little like thing that i remember but he was reaching down in to grab like a jewel or some shit and ended up getting his hand bitten off by an alligator. Yeah, it's been a good day for us so far. I mean, yeah. we just, it's obviously not been a good day for Everybody, down the street. Right? Yeah. Hey, it just is what it is, I guess. Right. I got to pull up the sound effects. To learn how to use those at the right time. I don't know if I have right. the right sound, sound board. Well, you know, we'll get new sound boards and all that eventually just, someday. It's, it's 100 it's buttons. Go. All right, so I've got it prepared. <laughs> it's loaded. And I turned it down. I think. Do you know what all the sounds are? Um, are they pretty clear on what you're going to be? I mean, it's it kind of pretty self-explanatory. Oh, I got a commercial because I'm Ooh, not paying yeah, for the premium. Gosh dang it. Got to pay the premium or you won't, you, yeah. you'll get commercials. And your commercial just reminded me I haven't played Raid yet. <laughs> you haven't played Raid? No. Yeah, we're kind of gamers in here. I play Clash of Clans. Raid. I'm, I'm wanting to play something. I play tennis sometimes, mm-hmm. golf. See, I play. Just, those are pretty highly competitive ones. Raid, and then I play a whole bunch of other stupid games that like give me points that earn me gift cards. <laughs> <laughs> so. Hey, why not? Well, you're playing a game. You know. Look at that, Marlene's over on YouTube now. Awesome. Nice. So. Friday the 13th. You can't get out of here. It's, I don't know, I guess, maybe not. What the hell? Yeah, oh, we go back, maybe? Yeah. There you go. Yeah, they see you. <laughs> oh, that's, that's supposed to If you touch them, <laughs> like at all, when you're trying to drag up the screen, they will go off. So, yeah. very touchy. It's a touchy thing. Isn't yeah. it? It's all a little touchy. Yes. Aren't we all just a little touchy? <laughs> So where would we go from here? Um, I don't know. What do you think? What do y'all think? What what's what's on your minds? This could be a real short podcast. Podcast. Could be. Could be. Strange stories. It's funny that we riff it. I mean, I just I just gave a strange story. Give a, tra- a strange story from you. Right. Like some, just anything strange or eerie that's happened in your life that you remember. 
Oh, well, there's plenty of those. Yeah. Paranormal or. Okay. I'll, I'll go when foot. I was a kid. Um, my niece, I think it might have been my nephew too. I'm not sure. My niece and I went downstairs to go play. And we went, we flipped on the light, we went into the other room. And it, this isn't like, it's, it's got to be a whole story so you understand why we got weirded out, right? We're playing and we're going and we're messing around and we go to turn on the radio and it started playing before we pushed the button and we realized it wasn't plugged in. So that scared us. And we were getting ready to go run upstairs to turn off the light, but we realized the light was already off. Right. So it, it didn't, it was already in the off position. And then we hear like, well, I at least heard it like, a man laughing at us. It was very odd. You heard a man laughing. Ooh, you got a little demonic visitor. Or messing uh, with you. You know? Yeah. Just for the fun of it. Yeah. I would do that. If I could yeah. see through another dimension down to another, I would mess with I, that We were being messed with. Yeah, I would. Because I remember after that, like, we tested it. Turn the light on, and it didn't turn on. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we we tested it. We were like, "Oh my god, is this really real? Is this really <laughs> happening? It really is happening." <laughs> that is a pretty. Strange and then we story. heard a guy laughing at us. I'm like, "What the fuck?" I mean, oops. WTF? <laughs> WTF? Af? You know, F. like, oh. Fuck. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I make stuff up all the time. That ain't a thing. So there's the link, everybody. If you would, uh, anybody who would like to leave a monetary donation, we appreciate it. We're trying to rev this one up. I've got a strange story, but it's not my story. It's a story that my grandmother told me. And it's always like, I've never forgot it. I've never forgotten it. So, and this is kind of a story that got passed to her from, because she was taking class, a metaphysical class in college. Because back in the day, you could actually do that. Right. You know, um, paranormal class. Well, the teacher told the story that he was, he and a friend of his, which was, I think, a, a police officer. Um. This police officer called, got called because somebody was out front somewhere, in, you know, by a lake. It's like a lake town, like a resort town kind of. People go boating there and camping. It's called Pine View in Utah. And <clears throat> there was a, a place where there was an old house down there. It was like an old farmhouse. And this guy was just standing outside of a, um, right? No, okay. No, this guy asked the police officer to meet him there. And this teacher, this metaphysical teacher, I, I got to see my memories. Got to, got to pull up the memory. Mm -hmm. <laughs> anyway, this, this guy, he says, I have something for you. I have something to show you. I want you to come to this address. And the guy that was a cop, he knew he was a sheriff. So he patrolled that area. So he, he knew that area and knew exactly where he was talking about. He told him it was like, I think it was like 11 PM at night. So this cop called his friend, which was the teacher. Right, the teacher of the metaphysical metaphysical class that my grandmother was attending and were enrolled in. 
So he grabbed his friend and they went and met this guy. I know this sounds like a fantastical story, but my grandma was very into it. And, you know, it's, it's a good story. <laughs> anyway. So they get there and they meet this guy. He has his headlights on him. He's in the driveway or the roadway somewhere right by this, this the cottage or house, farmhouse. Nobody's there, just him. And he says, here, take these coins. And he gives him these coins. And he said, these are from the land of Mu. Don't, don't spend them, but I want you to look at them. I want you to investigate them, see what you can come up with. And then you can give them back later. <clears throat> and anyway, so they take these coins and the cop, the, the, the sheriff takes them and he says, okay, I want to, uh, let's, let's investigate these. Well, a couple weeks later, or, you know, two or three weeks later, the cop or the sheriff calls his friend, which is the teacher and says, Hey man, I got to tell you something. And he's like, what? He goes, I'm in the hospital right now. I can't see. I sold a couple of those coins and I can't see now. So long story short, the sheriff eventually got these coins back. And as he got them back, he regained his vision. And the land of Mu, if you ever look it up, like you can just Google it, is similar to like Atlantis or one of these lost kingdoms or lost cities. So I don't know. That was an interesting story. That my, I mean, I probably didn't get it completely 100% right. I'm sure I didn't because it's like fourth party information. Right. But that story always got me. I'm like, wow, my grandma's talking about a land of moon. And she was like one of the most practical people, but she was an astrologer and she was into spirituality. But yeah, that was, that was a strange story. We have some strange like UFO stories. Yeah, we do. There's one time I swear to God, I was going to run right into something. And, and I, I wanted to say my eyes were playing tricks on me, but there was so much other stuff happening at that moment. I swear to God, I was going to run right into him. <laughs> so we're, uh, yeah, Friday the 13th. We're talking about just stories. If anybody wants to jump on with us, we're going to leave the link here in a minute. I'm going to drop it in the uh, comments. So it'll just basically just tap on that link. It'll take you into the studio. And if you want to come live, you don't have to put your camera on. We don't put our camera on because right. mine's right now, my camera's facing the ceiling. So. <laughs> I'm just using the phone right now. The laptop can't handle it. Yeah, it's on its last leg. Well, it's and it's it can handle it, but I think it. What happens is it's the signal isn't strong enough for it to uh, like the upload speed and the download speed aren't fast enough from where we're at. Yeah, I'm sure that's what it is. I'm sure it'll still work. I'd love to use my good microphone and. <clears throat> but it didn't work that well even in the house. I remember. In the house. When did we do it in the house? Oh, yeah. What, when? At McCall's. We tried setting up the all of the No, the, the mic worked. Yes, but it, we were having trouble with the getting the computer to like... Process? Yeah, no, yeah remember I upgraded it. Oh, right. So I gave it double the memory. Right. It yeah. smoked when I first did it and turned, turned it back on. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, shit. I think it was just dust. I hope it was, but... <laughs> Still shows the CPU usage is, is more than it was. So anyway, enough about that. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for sharing, Mandy. Yes, thank you, thank you. And does anybody have any strange stories they'd like to uh, tell live online? Let me know in comments and I'll drop the uh, link.
I'm going to copy the link right now. Happy New Year, Kimberly. Hey, I haven't seen you in a while. How are you doing? How are you doing? How are you doing? All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share it right now. And we'll share it again. There we go. Sharing now. It's taking a minute. There we go. <coughs> Working a lot. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're here. So what is it? Are there strange stories? Oh, God. Strange stories. There's a lot of them. Really. Yeah, I had one, one, like a phone call when I was a kid. I was just telling Norma about this one. So I was kind of babysitting my little brothers. I was 10, so I wasn't really babysitting. They went to, they went and, uh, they used to be in a bowling league. So they'd go once a week, they'd go bowling. And that was one of those. And it was, you know, it was like summertime, so it wasn't, it was still light, still light outside. It was like six. And somebody called, and I thought it was a prank call. And these back, this is back on the landline phones, you know, with the cords. <laughs> we didn't have a cordless phone at that time. They were around, but I think they were really expensive. <laughs> anyway, this person called me and just started talking shit, like just started being weird. And it really creeped me out. So I, sh- I hung the phone up. And I let it sit for like five minutes. Mm-hmm. I, I put, picked the phone back up and that person was still online there. Was still there and was still messing with me. I was so freaked out. I think I was like in the fifth grade that I told all my brothers and sisters, come on, we're going to grandma and grandpa's because they lived like, I don't know, half a block down the street. And I just booked it. Made sure they were all rounded up. And I, I'm like, are these people in my house talking to me? Yeah, there's a lot of weird shit like the phone. Like one time I actually asked for the phone to ring. I said, if it's for a sign and I said give me a call and as soon as I like I couldn't even put out the words fast enough and the call came in I answered mm-hmm. it and there was nobody on the other end but it was just it wasn't hang, hung up right it was just a you know it seemed like a dead call probably was yeah call from the dead <laughs> interesting stories y'all don't have any stories you want to get on here and talk about come on now the weirder the better. Okay. And if you've never had any weird experience ever, hey, that's pretty fucking. You're too drunk on water. <laughs> so. Things have quieted down again. They have. <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to rain tonight, I think. We're talking about the weather. That means uh, we ran out of shit yeah. to say. The weather. Oh, my goodness. It's going to be rainy, rainy, rainy. Ooh, there we go. We have company. Oh, Teresa to the rescue. <laughs> I don't know if um, I have any great stories for you. I don't know. Do or you have mine great... are bloody. Well, I mean, you could, I mean, strange stories. Right. <laughs> I mean, you have to tell gore stories, but if 
you know. But if, if yours have a little gore. If there's some gore in it, that's okay. Oh, there's some good gore in this Friday the 13th. Yeah. I was on call in the yeah. OR. Okay. So I was yeah. a surgical tech for a while. Yeah. So I got to play in the blood a lot. Well, <laughs> when you're on call on the full moon or Friday the 13th, you know yeah. you're going to be there all night, so you might as well not go home. <laughs> right. <laughs> and and I was. We had a guy come in with his toe. He had been um, mowing the lawn with his, in the barefoot. Okay. Oh, well. And he mowed his toe, his foot. Yikes. Yeah. That was awful. Yeah. Awful. Yeah. I don't think he had a toe anymore. Or did you? Were you able to save her? Uh, well, we were. Yeah, yeah. The doc was able to save her most, and she sat there and him hawed about whether to save one toe for about three hours. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, she was a she was a weird one. We called her the Dragon Lady. Better. <laughs> <laughs> Them doctors are wild, man. <laughs> Oh yeah. Yeah, I've I've seen yeah. a couple of them in action when they're not you know mm-hmm. trying to impress anybody. Yeah, they are pretty freaking wild. Now that I'm not working with any. <laughs> <laughs> you can call them wild. They're assholes, man. Yeah. Yeah. Big right. time. I think they're God. Yeah. They do. Well, and if yeah. you're doing heart surgery, you kind of right. want somebody who has a God complex. Because right. it does take a lot of guts to put your yes. hand in there. Right. Yeah. But you want to just stop once he's doing right. surgery <laughs> or she. But have yeah. you seen a lot of, did you see when you were a, a surg- surgical tech, did you see a lot of accidents happen in hospitals? No, not a lot because I was at Lakeview. So that's pretty mm. mild. Yeah. You know, we did a lot of orthopedics, though. So I saw um, broken hips, knee replacements, shoulder replacements, hip replacements. They're pretty gory. Yeah, I bet. Well, I mean, there's a whole other civilization going on inside of our bodies, right? Yep. So, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's strange. Yeah, I mean, I've had I've had a lot of strange stories. Paranormal, is what I'm saying. Um, yeah, never- but I said nothing exciting. Paranormal, just gory. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> That's good. I'm glad you came on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bad, yeah I miss you. Because they're strange, not necessarily because anyone else would find them strange. So. Oh, we've seen. We've seen. And this is sober, not on psychedelics. Right. I have seen some things on psychedelics that I know are real. They just, you know, anyway, that's a different story. But anyway. That's cool, though. Me and Norma saw, like, ships flying over us. What oh, we thought was, like, cloaked ships, but we could kind of barely see them. Uh-huh. And they were, because they were kind of bending the light, like, you could see that there was something odd in the sky. Yeah. That same night, I saw a triangle like just shoot, like zigged and zagged, and then took off like west, like really fast, and was gone. Yeah. And I could see it kind of bank. That's why I could tell it was a triangle shape because I could mm-hmm. see it bank turn. 
and then it just took off. And that same night, we saw these. There was a lot of Blackhawk helicopters, or like two or three of them, like all black helicopters. Mm-hmm. And then there were these, like, we could see, like, just above us, we could see um, shapes of, like, looked like big blocks, or yes. huge, like huge. And they were moving, like, they'd move in one direction and then they'd stop and then they'd move in another direction. So I'm just telling go you, I thought very time, slowly, I was run too. Right into one of them. I swear to God. We sat out there for like an hour watching it. Yeah. That's impossible, huh? Yeah, and yeah. then we watched this other thing that looked like a strobe light, or not a strobe, a uh, no. spotlight, you know, like the big spotlights. Uh-huh. And it looked like, when it came past us, it looked like a bunch of birds. Like, it was a bunch of birds. It wasn't a spotlight. <laughs> it looked right. like it was lit, but it looked like a bunch of, and so, they weren't tweeting or anything, no. but they were flickering. It looked, It though, was really strange. Like, the only, like, logical mm. explanation I could take to what we were seeing was it was a flock of birds yeah. flying really right low into to the ground right. in synchronization. And flying in this, like, beam of light. Down in through this trailer park. Like, like it's inexplicable. Right? It was, it was, not, it was the weirdest thing. You had thing to see it. Because <laughs> it was not an animal. It was, I mean, it, they would have had to been, like, really, I mean, come on. And, but... At the same time, the only way to really explain what we were seeing with all the flickering of, of the lighting and, and shit was like a flock of birds flying past us. Yep. Yeah. But it wasn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh-huh. It was really strange. It we was, saw yeah. that when we were in Springfield. And then we saw another one that kind of almost looked like, you know, those little um, oil lamps that have the little bubbles? Lava lamp. Lava lamps. Yeah. Uh-huh. We saw one of them. So we're sitting outside smoking and, we, and we're just sitting out in front. Yeah. And we see this. I see this. Like it looks like a paper, white paper bag At in the distance, right? Like you know, a plastic bag in the wind. Yeah, just kind of floating. Uh-huh. As it got yeah. closer, it floated right directly over us. Mm-hmm. Like I could have stopped and take a picture, taken a picture, but I don't think my phone would have picked it up. So I just got selfish and just wanted to watch it, <laughs> which is why I don't mm-hmm. have any footage of it. But it got over us, and it looked like white smoke inside of this like lava lamp or a bubble. Mm-hmm. Like just oh, moving, weird. like yeah. some kind of like, like elemental or something. I don't know what it was. Collecting, yeah. like yeah, maybe it was the and it was very clear. That was probably yeah. the clearest one we saw together. Right, right. And we were both seeing it. That's the yeah. better part. That's right? cool. Like I'm like, what the hell is that? I'm like, I thought it was a bag, but that is not a bag, babe. Check this like, out. Yeah. And it just slowly flies over. It's probably about. I don't know, like twenty feet above. Well, you know how those lava labs kind of move all slow and form their bubbles. Yeah, and they kind of. That's why I'm associating jiggle or whatever change shape. That's kind of how it was. Mm -hmm. But it kind of looked like it was full of smoke. It was white, like you could see that was white. That's crazy. Yeah, it's really weird. Now, when I was on psychedelics, I just had just uh, just a oh man, it was a light. And I'd seen pictures on the TV of mm-hmm. the same type of flying thing. Uh-huh. Right. But it's so small uh, in yeah. the sky. Right. And so it moves so weird that you just can't. Right. Someone would yeah. say, oh, that's nothing. You know, right. well, yeah. but I knew it was something, yeah. but it wasn't I, near as good as your guys' stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's because we try to tune into it. Right. So as you yeah. try to tune into it, you're more, you're more apt to see it. Right. And like I said, the one time, I mean, I'm sure optical illusion was a part of it because it could not have been down as close as I was for me to run into it. 
but I, as I had turned to kind of walk away and see like the other area of the sky, I swear to God, I was going to run right into it. It was, it was the weirdest, but there was, it, oh, yeah, it was weird because there well, wasn't talk there. About him going through walls and stuff. So, yeah. right. It could right. be multidimensional. Right. I mean, yeah. That's what I think multidimensional. Because when I had turned, I swear to God, I was going to what I stopped myself from moving. Because I swear to God, I, it was like right there. But yeah, you know I mean? like it was, it was, it was very strange. It was very strange. Yeah, I've had a few strange <laughs> occurrences in my life. <laughs> but I'm kind of strange myself, you know. There's one time I actually argued with myself for 30 minutes on directions. Wow. Yeah. Oh, one time Norma went to a house that we know where the house is. Yep. She walked mm-hmm. to it like we were going to see our friends, or she was going mm-hmm. to pick up some weed, I think. <laughs> and it was like hours later. I'm like, "What in the hell is going on? Yeah. Where did she go?" And I don't think you did. You have your phone on you? No. Or it was dead or something like it usually yeah. is. And she came back and she's like, "I didn't find their house." She's <laughs> like. I mean, <laughs> wow! I, that's the day I was arguing. And we weren't myself. even stoned. I'm like going, oh my god, no! Because I kept telling Normie, you're supposed to return back there, and and something in me is like, no, man. So she just got completely it lost. It looks familiar. That's that's not that's not it. It can't be it. And I like, I swear to God, I argued myself for a while, and then I realized Shit, it probably was back there. Can I find it again? <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny. Oh my god! I get into deep trance in movement, right? I at that like time up on the desert and shit, right? Like, but uh, that particular time, I really was. I was. I was trying to bring myself back. Hello, how? Hey, yo, you're losing. Your, yo, pay attention. You're supposed to turn back there, <laughs> and I just didn't for a long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kind of gave you the the freaks, huh? A little bit. <laughs> But at the same time, I kind of knew. I'm like, oh my god, of course, of fucking course. I I got myself lost in like just trance, right? Like, because movement is therapeutic for me. I, I can just, yeah. I can just be thinking about everything and nothing at the same time, right? And so when I had that intrusive thought telling me you're supposed to turn there, I was like, no, fuck you, dude. No, I'm not. That didn't look <laughs> familiar. But I really wasn't looking, right? I was stuck in my world, and yeah. She went in a manic moment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <That's horrible. laughs> you can do that. Yeah. I know for a while there I was doing three hour meditations. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that was oh, yeah. fun. Yep. Yeah. But my family didn't see me. So <laughs> right. I had to kind of break him down a little bit. Yeah. Less, but yeah, I was talking with my guides. It was great, and it was just all my spirit yeah, animals. And yeah, yeah, it was it was so amazing. Right. Yeah, meditative times. I've had some really good ones. God, just recently, I've had some really like vivid dreams. I mean, I dream every night, mm-hmm. but there's those dreams that stick with you. Oh yeah, I've had a lot of those lately, and they usually only used to only come like once every couple of years. But yeah. these ones, they're coming even in, in even faster and more now. So 
say, I always said I wasn't a dreamer, but I, I think I do dream. I just don't remember my dreams, right? I'm in deep enough sleep that when I fire, when I'm waking up, it's my, I swear to God, I hear myself, okay, hang on. What kind of light is it? Don't fall back to sleep yet. <laughs> Where, what does the light look like? Like, I'm like keeping myself on schedule, I guess, for some. Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> but <clears throat> yeah, so, but I don't, I don't yeah, I, I don't. I know I dream, but I think that because I have, I've tried to kind of like both be able to be relaxed and like not worry about things, but be prompt and on time and do what I'm supposed to do when I'm supposed to do it. That my ego and myself, we kind of battle a little. I'll tell myself, no, you can relax a little bit. It's all good. And I'll go, wait, hang on though. You know? Mm -hmm. And so... I think that's because my human wants to be a little bit too lax. I'm not laxing when I should be and can be laxing. And mm-hmm. and my self trying to say, hey, yo, you know, you could be relaxing right now. Why aren't you? And then, yo, hang on, though. But now's not the time to relax. You got something to do. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. That's no fun. <laughs> yeah, dreams are really cool. If you can actually really they focus are. on lucid, lucid dreaming, once yes. you get to the lucid dreaming, I had my part. first one. I am Did so you? excited. Nice. Yes, I I have been trying to have a lucid dream because mm-hmm. I I have those really vivid ones too, Aaron. Like you talk about, and yeah. you know when they're different. Yeah, but mine get pretty freaky and i start screaming and kicking and my husband tries to wake me up no waking me up and i'm thrashing and yelling well now the for the first time i i'm in a dream oh yeah totally cool i am awesome? in my dream and this means i can do whatever i want yes and i go and then the bubble burst, and I uh, woke see, up. Unfortunately, that's what sucks right there is containing that <laughs> moment, knowing it without getting too excited, right? Staying yes. in that moment while you're realizing it. Oh, uh, yeah. So difficult, but that is the best. I know. Ah, uh, yeah. Because I, I knew that if I could stay lucid, that I could do anything and go yeah. anywhere because it's yeah. my dream. So yep. I'm so excited I woke up. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, I do that a lot of times, too, when I'm in that space of like, oh, hang on, you know, I'm actually, and I think that's why it takes me so long to actually, like, get into, like, that meditative state. That's why I prefer trance and and uh, hypnosis of over meditation, I think, because those are techniques that don't take me quite as long. It's more focused mm-hmm. on my breath as opposed to state of mind. Mm-hmm. And of course, that's, this is all in my mind as well. I understand that. It's how I perceive the techniques. But yeah. Would you explain what your, your difference is between a meditation and a trance? Okay. I'd really like to know. Yes. Okay. So the difference between meditation and trance, because they're very, very similar. Different right? levels of uh, but, trance. Well, really, yeah, <laughs> I guess we kind of, right? In trance, um, you are in that space where you are both conscious and subconscious, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. You're in that space where anything and everything is possible because you're both conscious 
and subconscious. Yes. Um, that's why I, and I hate it that hypnotists will make people buck like a chicken when they're on stage, but they're trying to show you, you are fully connected. You're aware you're listening. You're, you're, you're here, mm-hmm. but you're working with your subconscious, which if you're willing, you're going to do this thing. Right. Yeah. And so, um, I hate the theatrics of it, but oh, that's kind yeah. of how it works really. No, but the theatrics kind of work. Just don't and, and be a magician, I mean. like a magic. Like a you know TV magician, right, right. Mm-hmm. But when you can get yourself, not to say that they're not talented, they're very talented, right? But oh, in that they state are. Of, of trance, that's where you can you can kind of work with things without having to. Um... So, like the other day, you were asking me, "How can I heal something that I don't know I'm healing?" Basically, what you're doing is you're going to take a, another avenue, finding that feeling, that 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 obstruction, right? Mm-hmm. And you're going to start to deal with it and you're start to clear it and you're going to start to remove it or, or opposite it, right? You're going to make it different. And as that happens, now, trust me, as things start to heal, revelations will come to you. You may start to realize why that feeling was there in the first place, but less of that feeling is going to be attached to it, right? Because you've worked on it for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, this is what they call a bucket list technique, I guess, basically. You're, mm-hmm. you're focusing on one little thing at a time. Why am I always so frustrated with this thing? Can I just deal with this thing? <sighs> you get yourself in that conscious, subconscious state, in that trance state, and you say, okay, I am not bothered by this thing. This thing just means this thing, and this is how we're going to deal with it, right? Mm-hmm. So it's that place where um, you're, you're programming yourself, right? But this is also why I try to point out that hypnosis technique is the thing that everyone uses against us, right? Because if they can capture something in your imagination and it plays out in your conscious mind, it's now kind of playing interference in your own programming in what you want to go on in your mind. Right. And it, it will, uh-huh. it will affect you if you allow it, unless you consciously go, Whoa, hang on. That thing got me. Why did it get me? Hang on. I got to fucking process this thing. As opposed to this, letting it play a part in your subconscious enough that it consciously plays out in, in your, um, Mandy's yeah. asking how to stop her nightmares. And I would say it's really about programming your mind, especially yeah. before you go to bed, yes. like saying affirmations, mm-hmm. getting yourself mm-hmm. a good positive picture before you go to bed. Yep. Um, because you can take yourself, you're going to transport yourself to anywhere. Mm-hmm. If you transport, if you go to bed with a negative attitude or, you know, nightmares in your waking moments, right. you're going to have nightmares. And sometimes those nightmares are there to teach you something. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, don't take them as like, oh, my God, they're going to scare me to the point where I can't, you know, take anything from it. Right. Because I've had nightmares that were very prophetic or mm-hmm. very enlightening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're very symbolic. So don't take them as, as a bad thing. And, and just try to, for one thing, if you want to dream, you need no distractions. So you need to be able to go to sleep in quiet. Or... If you go to sleep with the TV plan or radio plan, it's gonna. It, it doesn't mean you're not gonna dream. I've dreamt plenty, but it does. It does. Uh, it's you, you're subjective do, to, the, to the music or whatever you watch. I think if you have like recorded rhythm, yeah, that's beats, like on a loop, like that you or can, just yeah. Yes. And there, there are some of those. On, that is on, that is good. Yeah, that's good. But you don't want the commercials interfering. It you don't want like those distractions right. interfering that space mm-hmm. that you bring yourself into. Yep. You try calming music. And if it is, if you know you're well, that's have good. Like, yeah, put yourself to bed with like that, different, yeah. like make make sure they're major keys mm-hmm. and happy keys like mm-hmm. C or D 
Mm-hmm. Um, or I'm trying to think of another hap- A is a pretty good happy key. Even E, but it's a little darker. <laughs> um, it's not in a, not in a bad way, right. but the minor keys will probably tend to put you in more of a. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, which I like. I like. Like I like the minor keys. I'm a blues musician, so I I use my. True, you would. Yeah, you would feel real comfortable, probably. Right. I'm. I'm more comfortable. Now I'm not comfortable in like the scary, like ominous tones, where it's Mm -hmm. just totally ominous. Those do cause. (laughs) You got to listen. You know, pay attention to what you're listening to. If your body feels a certain way to a certain music, and it's not good in your waking days. Don't go to sleep with sound like that. Yeah, no doubt. Don't go to sleep with worry on your mind. Right. We yeah. are physiological, physiological human beings where really all is mind. And if in our mind, and like I said, there are those exceptions to every rule. Maybe my mind can be perfectly right, but neurologically, I just cannot fix this particular issue. But I can think about it differently and work with this issue instead of seeing it as an issue, seeing it as an empowerment or a place in which I have a purpose to deal with, right? Um, Mm -hmm. Being able to perceive our, our, our lives differently, I think is the biggest key. I think we can heal just about anything with our minds. With I hope so. Purpose I hope so. and and true belief in these thoughts, the right programming, getting your body into it. See, now here's the, another difference between meditation and hypnosis. In hypnosis, I want you to get involved with me. I want you to move your body. So body and mind are seeing and doing and reacting the same way. Yeah, now that I do. Because our subconscious is always going to jump to the last thing that worked for us, right? Mm -hmm. So if I program my body to react this way to this thing now, because now I'm I'm seeing it differently, right? I'm changing the way I react to this thing. It begins to shift. It begins to change. And like I said, there may be those things that maybe we can't heal 100% to make, you know, you walk again or whatever, but you start to see your life and your purpose as an unwalking person. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you were fully and fully in that, oh my God, I can't walk right now because I'm supposed to do this and show others how yeah. we do this. You know what I mean? It's it's about changing the way we are seeing these things that we call limitations. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Because, see, I can reach out to, doesn't matter how far away they are. Mm -hmm. And I can see their healing is energy because love is energy and love is what drives Mm -hmm. me to heal others. Right. And I can reach out and heal them. Yeah. Uh, and I can reach down and heal parts of myself here and there. Yeah. That's right. But yes. I do easier by far to heal others, others yeah. than it is yep. to hear myself. That's the fucking, that's the catch 22. I mean, that is kind of the catch 22. <laughs> but- it's like, I can't, you know what? And that's the whole thing. Like, I can't, people are like, well, what, you know, if you knew, if you, if you were psychic, you know, wouldn't you, um, 
be able to guess all the lottery numbers? No, that's not the way it works. That's not the way I'm helping works, others. So. If it comes to me helping others, that's how it comes through. It doesn't come yes. through like to help myself all the time. Now, sometimes it does. Like I'll get messages or get extra confidence or right. something, you know, for something in my life. Like, hey, you know, you just need to be patient. This is what we're doing. <laughs> like you I may not see that. all of what life's right. about to unfold for you. So just chill right. out, calm down. And, and I will do readings for myself sometimes, but a lot of it, you know, it, it, for ourselves, that ability can work. We can still heal ourselves. But, you know, when it comes to a lot of the visions for the future, it's already there, yeah. but you're not going to get lottery numbers, <laughs> right? Unless you're oh, meant to win the lottery. You're actually supposed to win the lottery. You know, you'll get lottery numbers. <laughs> you'll most likely get a lottery number for somebody else. Right. Yeah. And right. I think lottery, yeah. Well, that's what people always ask. Well, they used to ask for numbers all the time. <laughs> that's yeah. not a problem now. I haven't had that a lot. Yeah. But, that's how it works with psychic abilities. Like yeah. as, as far as the way I'm using them, mm -hmm. I'm going to offer a service. I'm going to help people and help them with a little guidance. They're going to have to do it. I'm not yeah. going to be the one that's going to take them there. Right. All right. I can do is give you a key. You got to walk the key to the door and right. open it. Yep. See, and that's kind yeah. of what I do even with the hypnosis. I bring you into the subconscious. I, I, I guide you through to a space. You don't have to give me all your specifics. I keep it very general to show you a tool, a technique in which you get to go in. And anytime you need to utilize this tool, you can use it and you heal it and you work through it and you feel amazing. And eventually, like I said, through feeling really good and healing more aspects of that, it becomes clearer to you. And you, you do start That'd be but good. It's no longer attached to those feelings. It's no longer attached to that that stuff that you've been clearing and, and removing. Yeah. I you guys am broken from head to toe. <laughs> yeah. I was broken before birth. Yeah. Uh, legs all twisted and untwisted after birth and Mm -hmm. Not nice things, you know, right. happened when Lots I was very small. Kind of issues growing up, right? What's that? Had some neurological issues going on. But don't wear those yeah, things as caused, a badge. Right. I mean, own them, but don't wear them as a badge. You know what I mean? Right. Because that right yeah. there, is what, that right there, just that thought and that that idea that you're keeping planting in your head is just telling you right now that you, you're you're never going to be able to fix yourself. So. Because I'm feeling them as bad. That's not, and that's not true. So, that's I, what I'm saying. But okay. feeling better about it and feeling yes. more positive and always making sure you're mindful to speak yeah. positively about it. Right. If you can do that and really discipline yourself to do it, yep. as cheesy okay. as it sounds coming out of your mouth sometimes or just telling yourself. Well, I need to explain some things that will help. That's what you want to keep yourself. It's just a mindset. That's just the beginning. I mean, yes. that's not, that's not that's the not only thing work. you do. Right, right. You have to take the action. Exactly. Exactly. And I'm sure you're doing that in little yes. little ways. But See, sometimes have, we can get really sometimes we can get really stuck in the diagnosis. Stuck in our diagnosis, stuck mm -hmm. in our pain. And that's why I, I was gonna get to. I've been diagnosed with scoliosis. Pretty much I, the pain. Yeah. yeah. And and that's, that's just it. I get yeah. that, girlfriend. Trust me, I know when you're in those places where it's just so uncomfortable, it's hard to get that clear space to remind yourself. But there are things that work for but, you that take away a lot of that pain. What are they? Um singing. 
singing the vibrations. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yep. that's what I have to do. If I have to do something that I know I physically cannot do. You need a hyperbaric chamber or like a crystal chamber. What do they call I can't remember what they call them. I think it's a hyperbaric chamber. You need something to straighten you out um, or balance you. And I think if you're doing it through vibration and sound, God, if you could figure out another way to get like true, like you need, maybe you need See, some I massages like that vibrate really at a real high rate. I, yeah, I like or low yeah, rate mine, sometimes. Yeah. That will help. Mm-hmm. They have little, yeah, they have those things. Because, Farting. like I said, I, I've, I've had lots of diagnoses put on me, and there are some times where I have to deal with certain symptoms of things that fit into those diagnoses. But in the work I've been doing with myself, and trust me, I'm not 100%. I'm still a little brat sometimes. I'm still like, you know. Mandy, the link whatever, is in but, my picture. Um, I can share. I'm um, going to share it right now with you. In the healing that I've been doing and getting into my mind and really like trying to get in that balance and that trance state where I'm working with myself, my human self and my subconscious self. Because sometimes we disagree. And I think that's my biggest issue, right? My ego. Yeah, and, yeah, ego can stand in yeah. the way of so much. And so, like, no, I'm supposed to feel this pain. Yeah. Trust yeah. me, you're psyched up. You're, no, I can just tell you that. Yes. And so, your subconscious will tell you that. Sometimes. It will nope, trick this you. is a reaction to this thing. Sorry. Yep. That's that okay. I'll right. argue with it. <laughs> and so, but no, look, I have a, I have an arthritic back, mm-hmm. um, IBS. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of, I have fibromyalgia. I mean, according to diagnoses. Right. But I am up every fucking morning and I'm doing my shit. And sometimes it aches. Sometimes it's not, sometimes I don't love it. Right. You know, sometimes my body fights against itself and I'm like dry heaving for a half an hour because I got snot in my nose that I can't quite blow out. Um, My body will react in ways, but as long as I am in those moments, seriously talking to myself going, oh, yo, hang on. Let's just calm yourself down now. Why are you doing this right now? What is the real issue happening? And I have to remember to let go of certain things that this doesn't matter. Do you want me to blow my nose? We need to take a minute to breathe. Let's breathe. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, because I will literally choke on my, just my own like snots and stuff. Right. Right. And unless I'm actually consciously talking to myself and saying, "Hey, yo," she said, "Norma, do you drink soda?" Wanda said that. Uh, you know, I soda so used do, to be my biggest thing. Doctor, I was a Dr. Pepperaholic forever and a day. Yes, the IBS. I know. I did switch over. Yeah, to the soda, syrups. Yeah, she got away from a lot of the syrupy soda. dark stuff, mm-hmm. but yeah, she still drinks yeah. a little bit of soda. But her IBS is well. Your stomach's gotten a lot better. It has gotten. I don't know a lot lately. Better. You've been eating more, so yeah. And it's I have been, been a little more, irritated. So I've been a little bit irritated. Oh, okay, let's not talk <laughs> about anyway. IBS on the. Uh, but no, but like, <laughs> but no, but understanding though how you work and then working with yourself, right? A diagnosis yeah. can be great for someone that really truly don't understand what's going on with them. But if you hold on to that diagnosis, then and say, okay, this is what it is. So now I got to work within this perimeter. You're just screwing yourself over. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got to understand, okay, so I fit into this box and here's what this says about this thing. How can I either adjust my life or understand that I don't want to give that that kind of power? Mm -mm. I'm not going to let that happen to me right now. Now, maybe I might have to sacrifice a little bit of this or that. Because like I said, I was a Dr. Pepperholic 
morning till night. I drink nothing but Dr. Pepper. I drink water. I drink other sodas. I drink tea. I drink a lot of other things now. Yeah. Um, it is about understanding, but I'm still a sugar girl. I love my sodas, my little poppy drinks. That's I clear. know my hobby has his own one vice too, and that's Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and yeah, so, and that's just it. It's understanding though how you work, the effects it can truly play on your body, and then working with your system consciously. And really feeding that into the subconscious, reminding your whole self all the time that we can deal with this as long as we're not going in excess too far one way or another. Because obviously then ego's taking part, right? When we're compromising with ourselves and we're indulging in everything we love and like, and it can be okay. But if we overindulge in one space or another, it's basically our way of telling ourselves, hang on, you know, pay attention to what we're doing. We're no longer in balance. You know, and when they say that life is that fine line, you're walking that thin tunnel, you know, it, it is true. I'm not always looking for my highest light. Sometimes I need my darkest dark to get through this moment. Sometimes I need my highest light, right? It's, it's about knowing when to utilize that within ourselves throughout this lifetime, our dark and our light harmoniously working together when need be, our conscious, our subconscious being in harmony. Yeah, I tell her about the sugar all the time, Wanda. I know. <laughs> I know. It's the yeah. And my teeth are falling out my mouth and shit. But gosh, dang it. but no, I am getting better. I, I am. I give myself my credit because I really, I thought that I would quit smoking before I quit my Dr. Pepper and I, I didn't quit Dr. Pepper. <laughs> oh, you want the link for the kids? Come on. Okay, I left the donate link. Hold on a second. <laughs> Let's try it. We're going to try to keep this to like an hour and a half. So let me uh, post it. But no, yeah. When they, and and I, I hate to say that because people that are all about themselves and all in their own heads drive me nuts. However, life really is all our mind, how we perceive and react and and do things. But then understanding our reactions, and maybe we don't, but at least attempting to get in that space where we're correcting that behavior. If we can make a change in the body, everything else kind of changes, right? That's why they right. say that's the best thing. If I can actually physically make this change, everything else kind of changes around it. I start to think different. I start to feel different. I start to see different. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Same goes within your mind. If you are trying to change something in your mind, get physically involved with it. If you're using a technique like a lot of the ones I do, you're utilizing your body to, to bring about these things, whether you fully understand them or not. You're taking I just want little things. The pain <coughs> to lessen. Well, <laughs> we can do that, girlfriend. We're gonna have to do. You know that last session we did in, in class. Practice that one. Take those little things that are bugging and irritating and hurting you right now. Give them a color. Dig them okay. out. Turn them around. Spin them. Spin them. Spin them. Spin them until they cannot spin anymore. You know you got it. It is totally opposite of what it was. Put it back there. And you will feel so much better. Okay. 
And eventually, the more you do this, they call it a band-aid technique, and that's fine. But the more you clear away without the understanding, eventually it starts to become clear. And you see what it was that was holding you there. Mm, okay. There's no longer so much there. It's now an understanding, a lesson. Without yeah. all the now, this kind of sounds kind of weird, mm -hmm. but I have been, you know, from traumatically abusive background, mm -hmm. self-harm has always been an issue I had dealt with since right. very young. Yeah. Well, I had pretty much evolved from doing a lot of that, any of that at all except yeah. i would if i got a wound on my skin nobody mm -hmm. would know but that thing would be ripped open about yeah. a few hundred times okay right, right. so well but the thing is, is this, i didn't have to pay this any mind mm -hmm. but when i started meditating every night yeah. Going to the place that I'm going to do the healings that I I do for others. Mm -hmm. I just one day realized I wasn't doing that anymore. Right. And I hope I want to be able to fix yeah. the stuff that's causing me so much physical pain mm -hmm. yeah. through so, that kind of healing. Well, sometimes you need to focus. Okay, you know what? That physical thing, that this, this is irritating me right now. You take that moment to breathe just enough. You get yourself in that trance state, right? Mm -hmm. You know that you're in that space. And sometimes it takes a minute to really breathe mm -hmm. your conscience. But you know what? Faking it till you make it can work with these techniques. Yeah, they can they really can? As going long as, through the motions, yes, gets you to go through the motions every day. Pulling it out, yeah. as long as you're doing it, pulling it out. You don't have to fully understand everything. You just know that this pain is the one that's bothering me, and you reach out for it. you. You like feel it. Okay, it's really it's right here in this part of my body. You take it out of there, and you you look at it, and you go, okay, you know what? All right, that's the way you're going to work with me. Okay, I'm going to spin you the opposite. And you just change it. You change physically and perceptionally the way that you are seeing and feeling this particular feeling. That's why you put it back in, right? You put it back mm -hmm. in right where, where you felt it. Okay. But it's changed now. And each time you make that change, it feels better and better for longer and longer. Okay. And as your mind clears because you're feeling better, you come to realizations as opposed to painful realities. Right. What's up, Mandy? Yes, Welcome. Mandy. Hi, hi, everyone. Hi. Hi. Hi, Teresa. Hi, Norman. Hi, Norman. Hi. <laughs> um, I was just wondering, I had an experience once. Well, I've had two, but, mm -hmm. but this one anyway. Um. I went away to Turkey on holiday. Yeah. And I was in bed and I could hear someone trying to get through the bedroom door. And I thought, well, my husband's in bed and I'm in bed. So mm -hmm. there's no one to come in. Right. right. So I 
I kind of tried to get up to 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 say, look, I think you're getting in the wrong room. Whoever was trying to come in, right? yeah, and I couldn't move. I couldn't speak. Uh. And I was, it was like a force was pulling on me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I got back home, no, no, when we woke up, I, I said to my husband the next day, I said, there's something wrong back at home. I could just sense there was something right. wrong. And he goes to me, no, don't be stupid and all this lot. Right. Anyway, so... We carry on with the holiday and then we get home and his mum and dad pick us up from the airport. Yeah. And his mum and dad, his mum said, we've got some news to tell you. Um, your nan passed away when he was on holiday. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> now, it was the exact time of that happening. You're having your child. Yeah. Yeah. And the... It was that time and the exact day. Um, but then I went to my mum's and I told her the experience. But she said, she'd already told my sister, my sister was sitting there. And yeah. they'd been, my, uh, my mum had been watching a programme that if you turn around three times, you right. can, because she missed me when I was in Turkey, that you could actually try and visit that person and when this experience happened i felt someone touch me on the face mm. i still couldn't move either yeah. um you know you're still sort of like pinned down it was really yeah. scary well um, uh, yeah yeah and, and that's, i have an explanation for paralysis but keep going please right okay and so yeah, my mom said, uh, and my mom described that room down to a T. She said that she touched my face, mm-hmm. and she described. She described, you know, where the uh, dressing table was, everything <laughs> in that room. <clears throat> but because it both happened the same time, I'm like, well, was it my mom that come to visit, or yeah. was it? that his nan had died on that time because I could sense the feeling of look after Andy, look after Andy. But I don't know. I'm confused. Well, I just, (laughs) I think that you're reading it correctly both ways. You're, you're, you're trying to pinpoint a certain definition when both play a part. Um, And paralysis is very scary because your conscious mind is trying to break out of that subconscious space, right? Mm. I've been um, through that with you, Mandy. Yes. yes. When you're trying I've to break out of that subconscious it. space, but that, but that understand, okay, yeah. when you start to understand how hypnosis, that is hi- hypnosis, right? So okay. now you're basically, your subconscious is making your conscious deal with something that is that you that you're dealing with. And for many of us, it's scary simply because we are trying to wake out of it. We're trying to remove ourselves from the situation, and we cannot. Yeah. Um, but understanding that, hey, yo, something's happening. Okay, I can't wake up. I can't move. Okay, hang on. Take a deep breath. And understand you are there to observe. Nothing is actually happening. You're there to observe. You are there okay. to observe. If you can bring yourself into enough calm in those moments, you are in the perfect trans moment to try to take control. 
Okay. Those times of paralysis are your opportunities to say, I control what is happening right, right now. Okay. Because because it's like, I always get, my dreams are always horrible. Yeah. You can see why I'm awake. I, I don't like sleeping at night. I hate sleeping. Right. Um, right. And, um, you know, I have dreams of my mum, because uh, she's passed now. Um yeah. But she would be doing horrible things, you know, to me. But my mum was never, ever that way. Right. Never. She would never do anything nasty to me. Right. Um, and then also I get the par- par- paralysis or whatever it's mm-hmm. called, where you right. can't move. Yeah. And you wake up and then when you do, it's like um, you're really scared to uh-huh. move anywhere. Mm-hmm. Called cataplexy. Yeah. Got a right. Okay. And it is very frightening. It is. I go mm-hmm. through that every so often. Yeah. I used to go through that more. And it is feels very it feels like someone is holding you down. Right. Or sitting on you, but there is no nothing nefarious. Nothing right. Yeah, it's like a really strong strength. Yes, exactly. Yeah, That's why it's so important to be able to find the calm in those moments and yes, understand that you're breathe. in between places. You're yeah. in between places. You're both conscious of something happening that is not happening yeah. and something happening. But why? If you why, take the time to be able to thinking, calm yourself and observe. But why you am I then thinking that my mom is doing like nasty things or that's in my dream when? She would never ever. Well, do there's that. symbology well, there. There's some, something symbolic there. It might not yeah. have anything to do with your mom. Your mom's just help, helping you get the message. Right. So right. if you're, you if you're seeing your mom dream. doing, it depends yeah. on what you're dreaming about. Well, and, and this is the whole thing. If your mom, if someone that you trust wholly and fully, that you yeah. know would never do these things or doing these things to you, then your subconscious is asking you to pay attention to who you're around. Are you are you afraid? Are you trusting are you someone you shouldn't? Or you or being afraid you, of things that should you shouldn't be afraid of. Or exactly. Yeah. Or are you fearing yourself and, and taking yourself away from things you could have out of fear? Yeah. I mean, I, I always feel insecure, though I shouldn't, because my partner is very, very um you know, towards me. He's very <clears throat> loving, he's very, very caring. But I always sometimes that can help insecure. when you're in cataplexy. Mm-hmm. And if you're afraid, if you can call for him as yeah. you're getting used to breathing yourself through mm-hmm. that, I know it really helped me to call for my my partner. Yes, right. I do. I do. He'd come and hold my well, hand. If you don't have a, yeah, if you don't have a partner, just breathe through it and be patient. And yeah, you will move. You're eventually going to get your control back. But well, here's what, what's thing. paralyzing you is yes, you're bringing in a certain amount of like spiritual energy, which or comes with entities, or you are yet. paralyzing yourself. Okay, like you're 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 in a way from what fear or anxiety is coming. That's yeah. that's usually okay. what comes through is from fear, and yeah, you know sometimes I like I get it too. Very very if, much, you know, I'm more just, pills. Right. Just wait, wait yourself through it if you can't. I need to get back into my. You know, just just let it let it pass. Like, okay, well, I guess I'm going back to sleep for now. Right, and that means you're in a lucid state. So if you're dreaming, then you could change your dreams if you're in a lucid state. 
if you have that state of paralysis and you know that you're you're lucid you're and you're stuck, dreaming yeah you're, you're go you're enjoy dreaming, it go right? enjoy it quit trying now to you it. know that you're a place where hang on i'm actually dreaming i'm dreaming right now that's why i can't move yeah and then you bring yourself to that whole new space and you start to see it differently and perceive it differently and the message either gains clarity or or you learn that whole hang on i'm fucking with myself yeah. yeah right now because all entities and all mm. other things out there that can and will fuck with us are still attached to us and our agreements our authority right so yeah. nobody nothing has that control over you unless you allow it and when we are in these states of like I said, paralysis, where you can be in that whole uh, conscious, unconscious space, that whole hypnotic state. That's where you work with yourself the best. Yeah. That's where the best programming takes place. If you are stuck and you are afraid, give yourself a breath and go, wait a second. I can't move. That means I'm awake. Yeah. But I'm not awake. I'm still sleeping. Right. Yeah. And you take control. You feed yourself what you need. Okay, that's a lot of help. Thank you. Yeah, you know, it's, it's just you know when you go, it, it it's so scary. I I, I don't even want to sleep. Um, so I understand. You, yeah, I I wait torture until my partner gets up and then I'll go to sleep. But that's no life for him, and it's no life for me because right. he's asleep. When he's asleep, I'm awake, and when he's a uh, awake, I'm asleep. Right. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. It's just like you what was that movie called? Like I think, I think what was that movie that was it called Lady Hawk? Was it Lady Hawk? I'm not sure. <laughs> like, subconsciously, that, I'm sensing right, this whole like. Well, yes, like when the bee was the butterfly or whatever. And I know, I know what you're saying, babe. I'm sorry. You I, just, I didn't get to finish, so you probably don't know what I was saying. <laughs> sorry. Go ahead. Anyway, carry on. Well, no, I've lost my train of thought, but no, I didn't. What I'm saying is when you're in those places, instead of thinking about all these burdens and all these, oh my gosh, this thing is causing. Enjoy the moment you're in. Understand. Wherever you're at. Especially when you're in those spaces, you can think about what's happening. Yeah. As it's happening. If I can think about what's happening as it's happening, I am now in control. I am now aware. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. If I'm having a thought within this moment, I'm thinking, I'm conscious, I'm aware, I'm in control. Yeah. I just let the fear overtake, don't That's I? That's right. Yes. Yeah. That's right. So I've got to try and turn that around. And, yeah. and it takes time and it takes work. But it but takes knowing, work. It just takes work. And then knowing you that you have it. that, hey, I just had a thought and this thought, that means I'm in control. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, it was awesome. Yes. So okay. we're going to probably wrap this one up. But thank you, too. Thank you, Teresa. Yes. Thank you, Mandy, for joining yes. us. Thank, thank you, everybody out there. Thank and you I hope for I the support. You. We hope appreciate it. We appreciate it. We love you all. Thank you for being here. I know there's like probably eight watching, but we just started. So this is going to grow. And because yeah. y- y'all are going to go say, you know what? I was just on a podcast last night. It was really cool. Check it out. I've been here. Please come back, everyone. Yes. Yes, Last time I was on camera being seen, though. 
follow me back. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Yes. Y'all have problem. a good night. Make yes. sure you get some sleep. Okay. Keep a dream you. journal. Keep a dream journal with you, Mandy. And Teresa, it's you got to fight through that wall. You're stuck in a wall right now. You got to break through it. You can. Okay. You will. Will do. One level at a time. Keep going. Love you all. Keep going. I love you guys. Good night. Thank you. Bye. Night. Bye. Take care, man.